Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in on a little bit of everything with me, and I am your host, Angelica. This is a podcast that talks about a little bit of everything, so sit back and enjoy the show. And welcome back to another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. Today, I've got a Latina actress and producer from New York City. And she's got a short film comedy called Waste, which will premiere on September 21st. And I cannot wait to hear more about it. So welcome, Alejandra, to the show. How are you doing today? Thank you so much. I'm super excited. I'm so happy to have you because when you sent me this trailer, I was like, oh my gosh, I got to learn more about you and what you do. So please introduce yourself to my listeners. My name is Alejandra Cantoral. I'm born and raised from New York, but both of my parents are from Guatemala. And, you know, growing up, I love being creative. So I'm really excited to be on the podcast to talk about this film. Welcome, and I cannot wait to learn more. So before we even go into deep into the film, I wanted to ask you, what made you become this actress and producer? Well, I love performing. I love being creative. I love collaborating. So it's in my soul to uh, be on stage. But, you know, the past couple of years, it's it's been a challenge, you know, especially being Latina, being a female. So I have to, you know, hustle and create my own work. So um, creating this film is, has been a, a stepping stone towards pursuing my dreams. And that's awesome. Like what you said, you know, that stepping stone to your dreams. And a lot of us are always stuck in that where, how do I, you know, turn my hobby into a business? How do I make it full time? And we're always striving and hustling to get to where we want to be. And what motivates you? Pain. (laughs) Pain motivates me. But for this particular film, I didn't have an acting reel. So I needed to... Uh, network and I was very lucky I heard about this film challenge with this community called the the actors green room so I signed up I filled out an application I paid a $20 fee and then I was randomly selected to be part of a team of other actors a total of six other actors who I've never met before and then Um, together we collaborated we only had about two to three weeks to write produce shoot this film and we were so happy with the final product that we wanted to share it with the world wow and that's awesome being chosen like I can imagine all this hard work that you put into it it's really paying off in this with this um, premiere that you're going to have soon yeah, it premiered on Monday on BronxNet TV, and uh, it's it's they're playing it throughout the week. So they're actually playing it now, and they're playing it again on Friday. But uh, if people want to watch it, they could go to the local listing, and they could also view it online. Awesome. And where can they view it online? They could view on BronxNet.tv 
bronxnettv.net and um, my team and I we're gonna eventually um, upload it on YouTube and Vimeo so I'm really excited to get feedback from people that's awesome and for those listening it's going to be in the show notes for you all her information of course but going back to this film what inspired you to create the short film well um AGR they gave us a theme and the theme was community service so uh, all the other actors six of us we met at Starbucks and we were like brainstorming and we love I love the TV sitcoms like Brooklyn Nine-Nine and The Office and (laughs) I love I don't know if you've heard of this movie called Hot Shot with Charlie Sheen so I really love like that quirky comedy so we each put in you know our little two cents and then we came up with this 16 minute like fun quirky comedy and for those who don't know Waste is a short 16 minute comedy about a group of lovable misfits who have to do mandatory community service by cleaning the park but instead of being miserable they find companionship in one another and we were so happy that we were like let's try to submit to as many film festivals let's see if we could submit to you know a bunch of tv and cable just to create some buzz yeah and you know when I saw the trailer, it was like, I need to watch this. So I'm hoping, even though I'm from Canada, there's a lot of restrictions when it comes to sharing uh, certain stuff, especially like MTV.com. There's no way I'm watching any of those shows because it's there's like a policy within. So I'm hoping I can really watch this. And this is awesome. Like, I, I can imagine your whole entire team is just like over the moon and being able to show everybody's work in this film. Yeah, and uh, we're also trying to like reach out to other producers and directors and agents. So we're hoping that people will contact us and be like, hey, I love that film. I would love to work with you. Yeah, that would be such a dream. And what are your goals for yourself in this film? Well, I really, really want to be a working actress. So I would love to do like comedy or maybe drama. And I love, again, I I, I love that film Hot Shot with Charlie mm-hmm. Sheen. And uh, I hope to like book some work. Mm-hmm. And I know it could be difficult, especially through this pandemic. So was this film created like a year ago or was it, when was it done? It was actually done in October 2017 and then we submitted to a few film festivals and it's incredibly expensive submitting to film festivals you know because each submission is like it's a range between $35 and up and we submitted to a few and we got accepted into um, the official Latino Film Festival and then we kind of took a break and I definitely reached out to multiple outlets. And then uh, back in February, I contacted BronxNet TV and then the pandemic happened. So Mm -hmm. they stopped answering my emails. And then I randomly got an email from them saying that we love it and we want to um, premiere it on TV during our comedy block hour. And we were just so super excited. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I can imagine your, your reaction with that call that you're getting and it's like, Hey, we love this. Yeah. We've been really hustling. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, what is one advice you could give somebody who's creating 
a, like a short film I know you've you've done it in 2017 and it's like 2020 you're it's like you're you're getting somewhere it's I'm pretty sure patience was tested throughout this whole entire time yeah you definitely need to be careful about because you need to be careful about who you surround yourself with and I you know me I I had to contact because I also co-produced, uh, I was executive producer for this short. So I had to contact, I had to reach out to multiple crew members like DP and sound and lighting. And mm-hmm. I had to trust these people. So pe- people who are interested in creating their own content, they have to be, caf- be careful who they, you know, collaborate with. So that's why I probably my best advice is make sure that there's, an understanding and that you're all on the same page mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and definitely working together as a team and being able to really get this vision to come to life correct and, right. you know working with each other and expressing hey i can't do this is there a different way to do it or right. you know i can't i can't really perform the way you want me to be i need some help so i can imagine the amount of communication you would need with working with quite a bit of people and you know for those who don't know it's it's not just what you see in the trailer it's everybody like you mentioned the 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 lighting the crew you've got like the camera crew the video crew there's even an on-site photographer there's so many little uh so many little things that you need to consider and that's a lot of people working on a short film yeah and i remember i was on the train and i was texting and i was so tired that i was texting while sleeping that's how tired i was wow oh my gosh a lot of long hours that's for sure (laughs) yeah (laughs) well what is the main message that you want to give these people who are watching the short film well people need to uh stay positive and hustle and also like focus and then also contact me and my and my castmates if they're interested in collaborating because we're all like in desperate need. Especially me, I I would love to like meet other writers and directors and actors about the possibility of creating something. Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent, and you know definitely everything's going to be in the show notes with all your contact information. And the one thing I wanted to touch on about. In today's competitive world, I know we've talked about this uh, back and forth, but to create new content, you want to inspire people, especially women, to create. Tell me more about that. Yeah, I mean, I'm currently signed to a small boutique agency, and every once in a while, you know, I get an audition, and these casting directors, they send out a submission, and then they they sent out a casting notice and then they get thousands of submissions. And so I'm, I have to like fight to stand out. And so I think creating content is like the best way. Cause at least they know, well, this actress, she's hustling. She's uh, trying to like, you know, bring light and, Especially now with social media, people constantly want you to upload and post what your latest activity is. So it's really important to just 
create your own content and let your talent shine. And, and also like, you know, I audition a lot and I get ignored or I get rejected. So you get this buildup inside you, a lot of toxicity. And you're like, what am I supposed to do with all this creative energy? So that's why it's really important to just release that energy and get out there and write and produce and network. Mm-hmm. And network is networking is so essential, especially in this industry, even as myself as a podcaster, I felt like I had to network so much just to get the word out there. And I'm still doing it because you want to invite people to your show, but also you want people to listen. And, you know, it's, it's a lot of networking and it's crazy. Like I've always heard this when I was in school, if you don't network, it's going to be hard for you because you need to meet with people. People are going to help you in some sort of way. If it's promoting one episode or promoting that trailer, people, you need to know people in the industry to help you as well, which it can be cutthroat too. Right. And, you know, like you mentioned, like you've been through a lot of auditions and, you know, you felt like you were being ignored and that's the reality of it. But you know, you have to find that determination, confidence, just keep going and keep going and keep going. It's like, I'm not going to stop, but also I'm going to show my worth, especially through, through content. Exactly. It's a constant hustle. It never stops. It just keeps going. And this is why a lot of these A-list celebrities are always getting the work. And you don't see up and comings unless they're extras or they play small parts, but they've obviously gone their own journey of becoming that famous. (laughs) Exactly. I read an article that Reese Witherspoon, she's an A-list actress, and she read an article that that actresses after the age of 35 don't book a lot of work. So she was like, you know what? I'm going to create my own production company. So now she's like, she's winning all these awards and she's getting a lot of attention. So she's still, no matter if you have an Oscar, you still got to constantly hustle. Yes, exactly. And it's all comes down to confidence. And some people like that, the fact that she said that women after a certain age does not get booked very easily, or that often, it's like, whoa, wait wait a second, we're not done. This is not me being on, you know, on a soccer team where my career ends at 35. You got to keep going and start finding it. So how do you find yourself, especially when you're creating content? How do you find yourself to keep going like what is that drive that you get I mean I've definitely had moments where I'm just like lazy and I'm on YouTube but then uh I start to get depressed and then I get a sudden urge to write or to watch a movie to feel inspired or I'm currently I currently have a accountability buddy and we talk every Tuesday just to make sure that we're you know taking those steps to towards our dreams so um I just try to do the best I can and sometimes like taking a couple of days off is okay too just to rest just to like re-energize that's fine as well Mm -hmm. especially self-care is a huge thing and it's crazy how people can really see just by the way you look or the expression you give, they know something's up and you, it's like, you, you got to try to take care of that because it can, it can affect other people and especially your work. Right. Yeah. And what are you doing for self-care? Well, walking is really important. I like, um, I'll, 
writing. I enjoy writing a lot. Um, I enjoy walking a lot. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, trying to release that energy, that creative energy. Mm -hmm. It's so important. And even through this pandemic, we do need to take care of ourselves and really put in the time for us in order to re-energize and put in the 110% the next day or the next couple of days, depending how long you want to take time for yourself. And it's Correct. so crucial. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Now, I wanted to ask about your Latin culture roots, because right. when I have somebody who does speak Spanish, yeah. it's kind of like, oh my gosh. I know. <laughs> I tend to go crazy. It's like, oh my gosh, you speak Spanish. I know. So what are you doing in the community to help others, especially in the Latin community? Because I feel like there's a stigma. There is so much happening, which I don't want to go into the social issues, but what are you doing to pretty much upbring the Latin community? That's if you are doing anything or if you plan on doing that in the future. I mean, first of all, I love being Latina. I love to speak Spanish. Um, I love, I mean, I grew up, uh, right, I live in Queens, so it's very Latino, very oriented, mm -hmm. constantly speaking to, constantly speaking in Spanish to other people when I, whenever I can, but, you know, I just try to, as a Latina, try to, you know, build the buzz around my work, mm -hmm. um, so I just really, I'm really passionate about creating and acting, and I also sing, so I, I just right now I'm just trying to get my name out there and I did that and letting other people know that hey you know I'm born and raised from New York but my parents son de Guatemala y yeah. yo hablo español y todo eso entonces you know letting others know that I'm Hispanic yeah yeah that's so cool and coming from me where I live, I live in Toronto, so I'm in Canada, and it's so multicultured, like to the extreme. I had like, no idea. It's so multicultural. It's unbelievable. I think I've tried almost every single country's food, and I'm very blessed that my parents adapted to the way of living and have been able to like, let's go try some Ethiopian food. Let's try some Thai food. Let's try like, you know, Middle Eastern. Like it's just so multicultural. So if you ever come here, Toronto is very, very multicultural. And we have these little streets that have like little Italy and little Portugal and, you know, there's Korean town and it's just crazy. So when I go to Florida, because it's like my second home and that's where my, my aunt is living with my two cousins, I, it's crazy how the shift change, because when I go there, they're from Hialeah and it's just pure Spanish speaking where my mind's trying to adjust to it, but you're so used to saying, Hey, how much is this? And sometimes they're like, mm? and then you have to translate it to Spanish. And it's like, Cuánto cuesta esto, and it's just like it's it's hard for me sometimes. But I, it's so weird. It's like wow, I'm in I'm in the United States in Florida, Miami, Hialeah, and I'm just it feels like I'm in Spanishville. That's <laughs> Everybody beautiful. Speaks Spanish. Everybody speaks Spanish. You go to the gas station, the grocery store. I was just like, oh my god, every time I have to come here, I gotta literally turn my mind and say, hey, you gotta speak Spanish as soon as you land on that land literally land in um, Miami because it's all 
Spanish and it's crazy. I love it. And then sometimes I come back and I'm just like, wait a second, I'm going home. It's time to speak English. <laughs> yeah. I love speaking in Spanish whenever I can. Like yesterday I was at Burger King and I was like, me puedo dar un, un naranja, porfa. Like anytime, like un vaso de hielo, whatever. I'm just like trying to take advantage of that moment. <laughs> That's awesome. And, you know, growing up in Queens, which I've never been, which I'm hoping to see New York one day because I was supposed to happen this week, but, uh, sorry, this year, but of course, with what's going on, hopefully right. next year I'm able to. But that's amazing that the culture is still very live in in Queens and you're able to, to speak Spanish anywhere you go. Yeah, every corner there's somebody selling tacos or tortillas or, you know, everywhere I go, it's, this area is very populated with Latinos. That's crazy. That's amazing. You know how hard it is to find like someplace that's selling pupusas or Damn. You know, your carne asada or anything. It's like my parents and I have tried a lot of places over the years and some of them are good. Some of them are bad. And it's just like, you know, it's when we go to Florida, we take advantage and I gained like almost like 20 pounds because you're just like eating everything that you can't normally eat or you can't find. And it's just like, why isn't it, why isn't there any more places like this in, in Toronto, which I find, you know, some people forget, like it's, they care more about the money than the quality of food, because we're looking at $15 minimum for a plate all the way to like 24. So you're just like, where's the quality in it? So, you know, I hope people can really still bring out their their best cultural foods but also give us the quality because it's really hard to find a good place yeah and it's funny because if i if i see a taco place but it's run by chinese i'm like i'm not going in there <laughs> so but um yeah i'm getting hungry as we speak right now actually <laughs> Yeah, I know. I see what you're saying with different cultures running different other cultures where you're kind of like, this doesn't make sense to me. But no, <laughs> I, I completely agree. But hey, I met somebody um, who owned a, uh, what's it called? A um, Asian restaurant, but he was actually born and raised in Argentina. And I was just like, this is crazy. And he's just like, I love food. And you know, my grandmother taught me the Asian culture, but, and he spoke Spanish fluently still. And he was just like, I wanted to just bring that out. And he's trying to experiment in opening up his own Argentinian restaurant too. So I was just like, this is awesome. <laughs> I need to try that place. Yeah, for sure. Um, but, you know, with culture, I love how it brings us in different personalities and, you know, bring it forth especially through your work and you know we're all unique we're all different also as well but you know that latin flair we gotta we gotta push it out more yeah exactly <laughs> so what do you like to do for fun alejandra i love music i love watching youtube videos on like makeup and skincare and it's weird because there's so many classic movies that I've never watched but because of quarantine I've been watching I try to watch this one movie a night so mm -hmm. well that's with quarantine I'm sure like 
you're watching your whole entire Netflix movies that you didn't even want to watch, but you're forced to kind of watch it. Right. You've got they're shows. classics. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. And it's crazy. How has the pandemic changed you? It's messed up my sleep, actually. Like I right now I'm actually working on my first feature film. So I don't I'm up to like two, three in the morning just writing and I'm currently not working. So I feel like I don't have to go to sleep. But I have been napping a lot. Actually, we're pa- we're way past my nap time. I should be napping right now. <laughs> oh, I wish I could nap because I haven't stopped working. I'm so, <laughs> I just I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I feel. I'm like rubbing it in. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. yeah I haven't stopped working but you know it's it's been an adjustment and what have you learned about yourself through this time uh I'm not sure I've just been I've just been watching a lot of movies and trying to implement that what I've learned through these films in my writing and uh, just trying to stay patient. I do have a friend that I call every Tuesday night just to like, I have, I've, I haven't been talking to as many people as, you know, prior, but my friend, we just, try to focus and try to like communicate our our goals and and uh I'm still very much in it I'm still like I I don't have a job like I know you're hustling every every day but Mm -hmm. I'm still like I'm still too scared to leave Queens right now yeah Mm -hmm. and what are your goals for yourself as an actress and you know who's trying to get those gigs and what is your ultimate goal? Well, I definitely want to pursue writing and directing. So right now I've just been focusing a lot of my energy. I just, my dream is to be fulfilled as an actress, but again, it's just been so challenging to book these acting jobs. So um, I'm just trying to focus my energy on that. And I also really love music. And I last year, this actually a year ago, I, I performed at a, the Latin Plug Music Festival and I performed two original songs that I co-wrote. So I'm just trying to release that creativity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I understand. Yeah. You just want to put it out there and you want to keep you want to just get your feet wet in the industry but also show what you're worth and I think that's the big thing and you know I wish you all the best and I hope this short film becomes like a series of something for you just putting it out there in the universe because I truly believe that um putting things into the universe staying positive and confident with what you're doing um I I I, putting it out there and being serious hopefully like big opportunities come your way thank you i really appreciate your support well thank you well alejandra where can the listeners find you 
They can follow me on Instagram at Alejandra the Artist. We also have a Facebook page for the film. Just go to Facebook and search for Waste Short Film. Perfect. Well, thank you so much again, Alejandra, for joining me. And I'm so excited for you. And I hope many blessings to you putting it out there in the universe. I'm honestly, truly believe in that. Put it out there. You're going to receive. So thank you so much again for being part of the podcast. Thank you so much. I had a blast. (laughs) Well, to all the listeners out there, Alejandra's information is going to be in the show notes for you. And that's all we have for now. Hi, this is Michelle Miller from Mentors on the Mic podcast. I'm Anthony. And I'm Jessica with the Beautiful Feet podcast. Hey, it's your boy Bromar, host of the Bromar Show. Hello, everyone. It's the Coupon Queen Pen from the CQP Moments podcast. What's up, everybody? This is your boy Ken, aka the gentleman of the gentleman lifestyle podcast. Hi, this is Stephanie Valente, your local massage therapist. And yeah, you are listening to a, a little, little bit, bit of everything with Angelica. Angelica. That's it for now. And thank you for tuning in on another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Just don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on the podcast platform that you're listening to.